Hi everyone, welcome to Reality Tonight. I'm your host, Rit. Um, so what's going on, guys? Any news? Any news you guys have heard recently? I mean, it goes without saying that this week is shaping up to be absolutely wild, off the charts, if you're a Bravo fan. And honestly, even beyond, I'm pretty sure this news has transcended beyond the borders of Bravo. And so once again, we are on the map. The last time I think we were on the map on this kind of scale was during the Madison JLo situation not too long ago. And whenever this sort of thing happens, I feel like I'm caught with my clothes off. Like Bravo is our secure space, right? And we're all just kind of ourselves doing our own thing. And every now and then something like this Jen Shah arrest happens, which just it goes out to the world and now everyone knows about it and now everybody is looking at Bravo and we are the people who live in the Bravo sphere. So I just feel like I wasn't expecting company and I wasn't ready for this kind of attention and scrutiny and people who don't watch the shows are asking me questions about this stuff and it's just a lot of pressure. So this is a very hard time for me. Uh, so I could not, of course, unpack any of this on my own. I'm not qualified, nor do I feel like I even know half of what the rest of you know. So I decided to call on Steve, AKA Faces of Bravo, last minute to swing by and give us a rundown because he spoke to a lawyer. He did a live with an attorney about all of this to get an understanding of what's happening. And of course he's been breaking all sorts of, of like the latest news and updates we're getting about this whole case. So Steve has been my go-to uh, to get updates on this whole situation. So he was kind enough to agree to swing by for a brief chat about everything. And I also wanted to get an understanding from him about what it's like to have a giant platform and you're sharing all this information and what is the onslaught of people sliding into your DMs and all that stuff, what does that feel like? So we talk about that a little as well. So before we jump to Steve, don't forget to follow me at Reality Tonight on Instagram and Twitter. And obviously follow Steve at Faces by Bravo and check out the conversation he had with an attorney regarding all of this. Uh, also, Amy Phillips had uh, Teresa's attorney on the day all this news broke and she asked him a ton of really interesting questions. I mean, listen, some of this law stuff, it's a little dense, but if you can follow it, it is pretty interesting to see how all of this stuff works and how long they had been pursuing this case and you know they say that in this sort of situation the cases tend to be pretty airtight because for a charge like this to come down or charges like this to come down rather all your ducks have to be in a row so you know of course innocent till proven guilty but at the same time this wasn't just like something that was done on a whim so you can imagine there is probably a massive pile of evidence somewhere that has been collected over the years to prove the case. So we'll see how all this plays out. It's like I said on my Instagram, like if you're a housewife and you got some skeletons in your closet that you've been afraid are gonna make their way out and embarrass you, let them out now because chances are no one's gonna notice, no one's gonna care. So call up page six or whomever and let them know all the shit that you're afraid is gonna come out. They'll release it. No one's gonna think twice about it. And then by next week, you know, all your dirty secrets will be part of an old news cycle and you can start fresh. This is my advice to housewives. Okay, without further ado, let's jump to Steve. Steve, uh, special correspondent in these intense times. Thank you for taking the time out to be here so last minute. You know, 
yesterday was freaking wild. I felt like Detective MKE on steroids. Like, oh yes, oh yes. I miss. We could really use her services right now. Now, uh, answer me this. Perhaps the most uh, burning question I have for you: What kind of feedback did you get on the tank top that you wore during your coverage on Instagram? This was, I did not know this was going to be such a thing. Um, well, first of all, like I reached out to this law firm that was interested in doing this. Um, and I had no idea who was coming on the other end. Like I literally thought this was just going to be, you know, something super casual, which it still was, but he was in a suit. All of a sudden this super hot guy comes on the other end in oh. a suit and I'm sitting there in a tank top in my bed. And all I could see when we first started the interview was everyone dragging me in the <laughs> comments. Why is this dude in a wife beater? I'm like, oh my God, this is mortifying because yeah, I mean, I looked tragic next to this guy in the suit. But I don't think, I mean, whatever. I thought you looked fine. Now, was it, were these people who don't know you? Like, were you getting a bunch of new people oh, to Faces yeah. by Bravo? Interesting. Yesterday was wild for my account because my I mean my lives were like getting to like 2,000 people oh, sure. and at a time and like it maintained for a while so all these new people were coming in um just between you know my posts that were covering it and then those lives it was just people were flooding to the account which I was so excited but um yeah I'm sure there was plenty of new people commenting on my um Wife beater, which was actually an All Saints tank. Thank you. Overpriced <laughs> All Saints tank. <laughs> People just don't know quality. That's what the problem is. I mean, I don't know quality. Let's be real. Who pays for an All Saints tank? <laughs> <laughs> so actually, honestly, this, this to me is a little more interesting than the actual subjects at hand, only because we've heard about it in the last 24 hours so much. But so you, as somebody with a massive platform, when you have so many people coming in and out of your lives and we only have so much information about this Jen Shaw case, is it ever like, do you ever feel like I'm out of things to talk about? Like, what do I, how do I keep his, I'm so curious about this cause I'm not one, I don't go live often, so. So that's why I wanted to go live with a lawyer to break it all down because to me, when I was reading stuff, I was like, I don't, I don't know what this means. I don't know what, the ramifications are like I don't know what the strategy could possibly be what is it all you know I just wanted someone to break it down for the us non-legal folks mm -hmm. and we went live I think for an hour and a half maybe and this guy literally just broke it down so easy and each time he would break something down I feel like a new topic or question would come to mind based off what we were talking about and so it just felt, it was such an easy conversation and I just applaud him. He was fantastic. He's so knowledgeable on everything and it just cleared up a lot. Um, we actually are gonna continue doing this throughout the case. Um, because he's hot. Sort of breaking it down. What's that? Because he's hot. Well, and because he's hot. <laughs> Literally. In fact, right we're now, having a daily segment now. Uh, <laughs> okay, so as far as this actual case goes, I think by now we all know what the deal is. And I would encourage people to just go back and listen to this interview you did yesterday. Cause I, it was yesterday, right? Yes. Yeah. Cause I imagine that's going to break it down better than, than we could right now. And I think more than the obvious things, I'm curious now that you've absorbed more information than I have for sure about all of this stuff. Is there something that you think a lot of people might not know about this case or about how this all happened that you find to be super interesting? 
So yesterday after talking to him, um, it seems like it is so much bigger than what we even think. Like there's people like allegedly Jen Shaw and Stewart are like the top of this investigation. Oh, like shit. there's people underneath that are still doing, they're also doing like illegal activity. And, you know, usually they start at, you start at the bottom in an investigation, work your way up to get the top guys. Right. But it seems like they have the top. Hmm. Um, I'm not sure if there's other people that are involved, like, but based on yesterday, it seems like they are the top dogs. So it'll be interesting to see if they turn on each other at all. Mm. And for an exchange for immunity or whatever, right. however that works. Yeah. And then on top of it, it's a federal case, but each state could potentially want to like gain restitution. Mm -hmm. And it's been like, there's multiple states that this has crossed over now. So it'll be interesting to see not only federally what happens in the state level. Um, the other thing that was interesting is she would, uh, they were specifically going after people 55 and older, which um, obviously the strategy behind that is they don't read the fine print. It's people that maybe aren't, um, you know, older people are more likely to get scammed, right? Um, so they were purposely attacking that group. Um, and basically what they were doing were gathering their information selling this information allegedly to people that are out to scam people and actually not deliver a product. Um, so for example, let's just say they were offering a, a, a coaching business um, or a coaching like manual. They would offer it and not actually deliver like these coaching sessions and right potentially just raking in money. And they had people set up to deal with the claims of people calling and being like, oh, such and such service didn't happen. What do I do? So they had people lined up to answer the phone to, to like, what did, and I don't he know what those people- that He said when he was reading, like they had ways to like instructions on how to get out of refunds. Wow. Like that is- why, Diabolical. Like, oh, and the way, you know, like, they were like encrypting a lot of things. Nothing was tied to Jen's name. She knew, allegedly, like she knew, obviously what she was doing was wrong. She was trying to conceal ev everything. So it's not like it, it's something where she could just say, oh, I thought I was, you know, I didn't know, I blah, blah, blah. She was taking all these steps to cover it up. So she clearly knew her wrongdoing. And in that way, this is a lot more advanced than what Teresa was dealing with because there's still plausible deniability for Teresa, aside from the fact that, you know, she doesn't always grasp what's happening around her, but Right, still, well, with yeah. Teresa, they, their proof that of her involvement was her signatures. Mm -hmm. I truly believe Teresa had no idea what she was doing. I kind of like, do too. I think Joe said, sign this, she yeah. signed hey, it. Hey, uh, Teresa, sign this. Well, Don't be yeah, stupid. Exactly. Sign this. Yeah, Teresa. Yeah. Yo, Tree, get over here, sign this. Yeah, we're, uh, give me some wine, Tree. <laughs> uh, okay, so this reminds me, you know, I, when I did Surviving R. Kelly, that was, I had to like kind of do a quick deep dive on certain, um, certain aspects of the law that I never thought I would 
in my you know working reality TV I ever have to like look into. But there is the RICO Act, which I don't know if that came up in your conversation, but this is what they're trying to nail R. Kelly on, which is that it was the act was created in the 70s or something to nail um, gangsters who were at the top and who didn't actually get their hands dirty and had other people below them doing the actual dirty work. And so this act was designed to nail that person at the top whose hands were quote unquote clean. Uh, but that didn't come up at all. That's not something that they're gonna charge so her under. The only thing that sounds similar to what you're saying is we were t discussing like, you know, if you were Jen's lawyer, what would you suggest? Or what, what strategy, strategies do you feel they're gonna take? And there was a whole lot of different ways that this could go, but he was also saying like, you know, who knows, Jen may like part, if she decides like to say, you know, yes, I'll take um, the blame and all of this and I will give you everything. I will tell, give you, you know, show you where all the money is from these offshore accounts. I will show you, tell you all of the people involved involved and like getting, essentially naming all of the people doing the actual um, like calling and, you know, the scamming, mm. potentially there could be a deal where, you know, she may get something, you know, like five years probation, never being able to do um, a business, anything like this ever again. Uh, you know, all these other punishments that aren't like 30 years of jail. Um, and as long as she's giving up everything of as far as information goes and mm. maybe nailing the smaller people versus the which i mean feels like something out of her playbook honestly like it doesn't right. seem yeah so let me ask you this do you think that if on the show she was more likable and a more sympathetic character there would be this kind of i mean you know the the buzz and bravo world i mean it's huge everyone is just going nuts over this how much of that is that like schadenfreude thing of like, yeah, wow, schadenfreude, didn't even realize the, the pun there. But like, how much of it is like wanting to see that person that was so like unpleasant to watch get taken down? Do you think that adds I'm to it? I'm sure there's a part of it that's that, but I don't think so. I think it truly is because of the nature of the crime. Mm -hmm. Like once people are discovering what she was doing and she was the ma allegedly the mastermind behind it, she was defrauding all these old people of money, like hard-earned money, retirement money, essentially that by, you know, selling something that is not, they're not going to get any worth out of. Yeah. And to me, the reason why like Teresa was like sort of, I feel like she was looked at as like a victim in some of this is because I legitimately don't believe Tree had any involvement. She just signed her name and she, cause she just trusted Joe implicitly. Um, let me but also who was being, but who was being victimized in that? I mean, I know I'm not like defending what Teresa and Joe did, of course, right. but like there the were banks, no, I guess, were. right. Which like, whatever, but there were no specific like humans that suffered on account of, right. Do I, I mean, that, I remember. that's what I, so I didn't say that yesterday because I wasn't sure. Like, right. I don't want to say. Who really got hurt. Yeah. 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 But that's what I was thinking yesterday. I was like, I don't know who was victimized. The only thing I can think of is when, you know, Joe was allegedly not paying like contractors or not sure, of or course, having yes. like slums or something. I don't yeah. know. But otherwise, like the people that I feel like who have been arrested on something like this, Tree is the only one that comes to mind. Was there someone else in such a big case like this? Like a big uh, Bravo lab? 
No, certainly not one of our main cast members. Yeah. But like, that's why I feel like Tree was given this grace and like people wanted to follow it and like they wanted her redemption and all of that mm -hmm. because I, I think there was thought that she did have any idea or was not truly part of it. Um, whereas this, if she actually is the one that is behind all of this and actually knowingly defrauding and then flaunting this wealth on right. national television, right? Fraud money, essentially. Mm -hmm. I mean, that is where, to me, I think the outrage is out. But yes, I do see what you mean. Like people didn't like her. But I think if someone, if she was very much a liked character, I think people would still want to see this go down. Well, you know, what's interesting also, you're making me think of the fact that with Teresa, and again, I don't know the ins and outs of her case enough, but to me, her, her story was always that she got on Housewives, she blew up because of that table flip, and suddenly it's a keeping up with the Joneses situation when you're on television, you want to portray all this wealth, so then you take these steps to make yourself appear even wealthier, whatever. In Jen's case, this started in 20 fucking 12. This had nothing to do with, you couldn't even make the argument for like, so I have a couple of questions coming to mind where it's like, first of all, when you're doing it for that long, you must not even, it must not even register in your head that you're doing anything wrong anymore to be so bold as to go on television when they, where they do background checks before you go on. A, and my follow-up question to that is, um, do you think she had any sense that there was an investigation? And would that explain why she was so erratic in the last season? I do not think she had any idea. Um, I love that you brought that point up, though, of her not even thinking of it as a crime. Because I brought that up a couple times. I know people were like, don't defend her. I'm like, it's not a, de a defense. No, not at all, please. Yeah. It's more of like, I think when you do something wrong for so long, there there's ways that you could justify in your head that it is not a big deal mm -hmm. or I'm not doing it or you even could forget. And then the other thing, narcissism is a hell of a disease. Mm -hmm. Like that's all I can think of with mm -hmm. her to be this bold, to go on national television, to flaunt wealth that you are gaining illegally, allegedly mm -hmm. is narcissistic at, at its root like you you want to narcissists flaunt what they're doing wrong like they it's 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 just i that's all i can say about that i just feel like she truly she thought she was above reproach basically she she and yeah above it and yeah but i could see her also when you do it for so long in her head she could even forget that this is a freaking huge crime of course right problem. So circling back to your experience, just kind of talking about all this stuff, did you get any messages that were on the other side that were like, you better back off or like, you know, like, was there any of that coming through? Or was it all just like, this is amazing? Um, I think I've seen in the comments on some things, like for me, I'm solely, I'm not enjoying watching like, well, she's a mother. She has children. There's that yes, aspect of I, it too. Like, yeah. I, I, I feel like there's people that are out there that are forgetting this is a human being and mm -hmm. kind of, I'm, I'm not saying that I'm not like I'm above it being a little messy. I've definitely posted some messy things, but overall, like there's people that have posted things in the comments and I've seen people reply to the comments on my post, like, you know, why don't you, that's a little harsh. You, you shouldn't mm -hmm. get joy in seeing some of this stuff. And I, I get that. Um, for me, most of the stuff I was posting, I feel was 
sort of fun shade and nothing like too daggerish. And I was trying to get facts on a lot of this and trying to, because I feel like it's easy for us to spread a lot of stuff that, that we don't know about. Uh -huh, uh -huh. So that's why I reached out, you know, I talked to um, a news reporter in Utah that I was been in touch with and then mm -hmm. this lawyer who could help break it down. And I was hoping to do it kind of break it down factually and then obviously throw some fun shade but also it. have some yeah you know you know what i think part of it is too is we are in such a our own little world when we talk about these shows and and bravo especially it's like we live it's like our safe it's our safe place and it's our escape from the from the real world right but a story like this much like to a lesser degree but Another example of this is the, the J-Lo Madison stuff that happened with yeah, Southern yeah. Charm. When a story transcends and goes into the general population and people we know who have never seen a second of Bravo are like, what's this? I think that also is this very crazy sensation that we feel where it's like, oh my God, it's like the regular world melding with our Bravo world. And it's so, it's, it's like weirdly exciting because now it's like everyone that you know is aware of this thing that you thought would just be like for you and your little Bravo friends. So it's a lot of mixed feelings. And honestly, like my first thing, this is horrible, I'll just be honest, but when, the, when it first happened, I was like, well, she was nasty and horrible and she deserves this. And then you back away and you're like, okay, also human being, there are also kids, but also this is so crazy and sensational. It's a lot of like feelings at the same time. And the other thing, like what I would, also remind people whenever you know they're saying like if someone's saying you know you're being too harsh you're being you're think about Jen she's human well also think about all the victims from In, uh, this yeah. scene like I feel because for they're faceless more than I feel for Jen sure and because but because they're faceless the way we are it's like we need to see something in order we need to see a person in order to feel something if it's a faceless and honestly that goes to a lot of other issues in our world today and how it's easy for us to ignore big issues and how people are treated because it's like oh it's just another person if a faceless you know name that's out there so because she is the one that we can actually get eyes on and we feel like we know her through the show she's where we're focusing our attention, but you're right. I mean, who knows? Is there a number of how many? I mean, it's a lot. They didn't um, state a number. It, I think he said in the live yesterday, I'd have to go back and watch sure, it. Yeah. He said like six different states. Oh my and God. So, and then, so un, like how he was explaining it based on what he was reading, he was saying it's like, they were like the top, but then they have people under them essentially that, like little camps almost of people that are carrying stuff out. It's almost like a pyramid scheme, but like kind of not. I don't mm -hmm. like he, and he sort of explained that, which again, I don't remember off the top yeah, of my yeah, head. Yeah, yeah, of course. But um, yeah, it, it's it's gonna be a lot of people. And um, it's, it's really sad to see. And I hope that they're able to get restitution because that one thing I brought up to him, I was like, so what happens like, they can't get access to these offshore accounts, say hypothetically. Mm -hmm. um, I also said to him, I was like, the house that she was on the, cause they're taking, they're apparently trying to take all of the assets mm. currently, like right away. Um, and I was like, I don't think she owns a home. Like she rented last year. She rented season. that, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then so like home wise, you know, I don't even, they can seize any of that, but like, I don't know what, like money is actually liquid and able to be grasped right now if besides the offshore accounts that they're alleging you know 
what if they can't get that money? And he said, I mean, that's a hard part about all of this is like, you know, there's sometimes there's like insurance that can help cover all of this, but he's like, overall, like, I mean, that's with the Tom Girardi situation. Like, you know, they want to pay these victims, but if they're not able to find the money, who's going to pay these victims? You know, hey, you never think of that. You just assume the money comes from somewhere, somewhere. because it's, yeah. <laughs> Uh, did you see the movie? And I have not seen this. Uh, I care a lot. Yes. Is it oh. not the same world as this, like ripping off elderly people? Yes. Yes. Um, in a different way, though. Very right. different, but ripping off elderly. So essentially, this woman um, was working sort of as this like liaison to the courts where she would, for, for elderly people that didn't... Um, you know, they maybe were in their right frame of mind. They didn't have someone to take over their like estate or finances or just take care of them. So she would be like assigned to it. And, um, you know, it was her duty to, you know, take care of all of the bills, do, you know, basically handle all of this person's life. But what she would do is she would prey on people that she could take advantage of. Like she put, essentially she would take this woman and told the courts like she doesn't have the capacity to take care of herself and all of this oh so it's like a britney spears situation and they put her literally by court order this woman was taken to like a nursing home essentially and was forced to be there she comes off crazy because she's like you are literally like i'm i'm fine this can't be legal and that's like my like, biggest fear in life by right? the way yeah. yeah and then she would steal all of these people's money um, like for this woman, they found like in a safety deposit box, like all these diamonds and, you know, like it's, you have to watch the movie. Um, yeah, I will. It all comes out, but it's, it's crazy. I mean, it's like a companion piece, I guess, to what we're looking at this week. Okay, Steve, I have you for about five more minutes. Uh, did you, did you get a chance to watch um, Dallas? I watched half of it. I didn't get to see the rest. I'm sorry. Okay. No, that's fine. Uh, did you watch Jersey? No, because Jersey tonight. is tonight. <laughs> Jersey. Atlanta. And yeah. Atlanta. Yep. Atlanta was good. Married to Men was great. Jersey. Um, that's that's actually very accurate. The fact that I can't remember if I watched this week because a lot of the episodes are kind of blending together for me. Jersey tonight is going to be explosive. Okay. Thank God. Um, I can't remember. Are you a Melissa fan? I'm not not a Melissa fan. I just don't get why she's there, but I'm not like, oh, get her off my screen. Well, I don't know if I've told you my theory on Melissa for me. Like, I put her in this own category with her, Tamara, Sheree, and Sonia. They're, they're these group, group where I just want them on the show as a full-time cast member. I don't care if they have a storyline. Don't make up a storyline. But, like, if you're just, as long as you're just there as a full-time cast member... That's it's those four to me. I just like need them on the show. I think um, uh, I think with Melissa, I hear you. It's when she forces the storylines, right. like her like her missing sister or some. Remember that that's one? That's what I'm saying. Like if that wasn't there and she just didn't have a storyline, I think people would never give her as much of a hard time. Mm -hmm. But like that missing sister was kind of weird. But anywho, tonight she goes off on Teresa and throws like the food on the table. Oh, great. And she, like watching it, I was like, go Melissa. This is like, like we saw her and Therese, you know, spar back and forth in the early seasons, but this felt like she was like 
tree was backing down a little bit and like she she had her and it was amazing but what i found even funnier is so she throws the food and, um joe like sort of tags into the argument and starts going off on teresa and as joe is going off on Teresa, Melissa comes back and she's cleaning up the mess that she made on the table. Oh, <laughs> uh, I like that. That's, it was, see, it's like, you she's like respectful. Soft, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's nice. I was well, crying, laughing, and then, like Frank Catania is like helping her scoop all the food back into the bowl. It was hysterical, so. Well, this is probably, explosive. this is probably gonna be posted, honestly. I mean, since you've already seen it, that's actually great, because this people will well, be listening to this part. Story. I haven't seen the whole thing. You haven't seen the whole thing. Okay, well, that is enough of a, I mean, people probably will have seen it by the time they hear this, but I, okay, you've gotten me re-excited because to me, the whole season thus far has been like two episodes oh my God, in terms of it. like fresh material. Okay, great. Now, my final question for you, and I posted something about this before. Do you think that right now, let's say between now and Sunday, any other housewife shit that comes out will just be eclipsed by the Jen Shaw stuff. Is now the time to dump all of your dirty housewife secrets so well, that they'll just disappear? This is funny that you say that because yesterday, so when I was about to go live with this lawyer, I um, was waiting to see if he was coming in. And then I had a request to join my live from Dorinda. Oh, wonderful. And I was like, well, while we're waiting, let's, let's have Dorinda join the live. So we, her and I were, um, we just went live together and the first thing she says was, I went to Faces of Bravo and I didn't see anything about my new book that came is coming out. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> She's <laughs> like, yeah, I, um, it was on E, e Entertainment Tonight or E! News or something. Um, we, it, we dropped it today and I was like, yeah, you should have dropped it yesterday, clearly oh, because- no, her book, uh, <laughs> it a was casualty. So because it was like, she got it was a casualty for sure because i didn't even see any of that because i was so hooked on this jen shaw stuff so wow. not only like good or bad shit it's all going to get lost with jen shaw so jen shaw's final victim was in fact dorinda medley, dorinda medley. <laughs> that's amazing well steve thanks for your time uh everyone please go to faces by bravo i have a feeling he is probably the the one-stop shop. Although our friend Raven at Mainly Bravo is also doing some, some stellar courtside reporting. She was saying that, or I, you posted this, I think that somebody, everyone like filed into that Zoom today that was supposed to be her hearing. And somebody had Wendy Williams playing in the background and didn't mute their Zoom. Yes. It's so, and so well, they had Wendy a reschedule. Wendy was tuned into the allegedly. Oh, I think that's God. what I read. I love it. Okay, like, I must have- Williams called in. I love the Bravo fans. The fact that they, did not allow the defendant essentially to get into the, to get in the room because yeah. they wanted to get the scoop. Well, I posted I, this too. This is like the modern day, like, you know, in the movie Chicago, when like, there's all this like fanfare outside the courtroom, like, oh, what'd you do? Did you do it? It's like, yeah. that's what this is now. It's like a yes. hundred Bravo fans in a Zoom room, like, well, I want to hear this to the point where they can't even get into the room. Right. And I think I think Raven was posting that the judge, you know, they are moving it to Friday for everyone to get their shit together. She was like, but it still has to remain public. So I don't know what's going to be different on Friday. I don't know if they'll use a new system, but it's going to be a hot mess, I'm sure, on Friday as well. What's the what's the biggest ticket in town, getting a vaccine or getting into that uh <laughs> Courtroom. You know what? I'm already vaccinated, so I'll be at Gen Shaw's. <laughs> wonderful, <laughs> wonderful. All right, Steve, thanks so much. Bye.